Oren B. Andy G. How's it going? You crook? Not, not feeling a hundy for this episode, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. See, my toddler, Elise, she uh, has started preschool now about two weeks ago. She did a couple of did a couple of preschool visits, so they were just a couple of hours, so that she could just go get a feel for it and see how she settled. And, um, yeah. you know, and she, she just fell straight into it. She, she was gone as soon as she was in there. There was lots to do. She's made some new friends. And then, so the first visit, Dana, Dana and I stayed with her. Second visit... Dana stayed with her and the third visit dropped her off and then left for a while and then came yeah. back just to see how she'd go with being left there and she was good as anyway so she was all set for her first day last Monday and uh, well she couldn't go because she was sick she caught something from her, <laughs> from her preschool yeah. visit and she was pretty crooked she mate she was not, not flash at all but then again you know she's not really been exposed to you know bugs and all that kind of stuff um, yeah. so it is a cold bug it's not COVID wasn't the vid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, my other two kids and Dana then came down with it, and I was the only one that seemed to have avoided it. So anyway, I was talking to my boss at work last Tuesday um, for the night shift, and I'd only been there an hour and a half or so, and I just mentioned randomly that, you know, the kids are unwell, my wife's unwell. This boss of mine, he's been with St John now for like going on 48 years or something, so he's like a veteran, and he's one of those sort of, he knows everything about everything, and he's one of those sort of, he, he's he's got a personality, but he's quite deadpan when he says funny things. He's yeah. one of those, and he just looked at me and he said, so your kids and your wife are sick, are they? And I said, yeah. And he said, pack up your shit and fuck off home now, is what he just said. Go and look yeah. after your family. <laughs> Yeah, so because what I'd done is I'd said to him, can I get like spousal sick leave because, you know, my wife and my kids aren't well and I'm wondering if maybe tomorrow night I could, you know, not come in and go home and stay home to look after them. He goes, no, just pack up your shirt and fuck off now. So um, I haven't been at work now for seven days and yeah. – um, yeah, so I was, my, my first day shift was meant to be today, but I just was not feeling up to it. So basically I've had today off. I'm going to go back tomorrow because I'm sort of – I don't think I got it as bad as the wife and kids yeah. did. But um, it's what I get for looking after my family. <laughs> you know? Yeah, mate. But anyway. Touch wood. I've avoided bugs so far this year. I'm touching wood. Yeah, yeah. Touch wood. So we're supposed to be having a holiday later on this year, so I'm just sort of like going, uh, I hope I don't get sick then, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's the worst thing. I mean, remember the last time you had a holiday booked and you all got pretty <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was a total stuff up. Yeah, that was shitty, eh? Fuck, we were looking forward to that catch up because you guys were coming down here and you all got pretty sick. Yeah, well, that was only, that's only like probably what, six weeks till the July school holidays or whatever it is? Yeah. So it would have been, yeah, six weeks a year ago. Bloody hell, where's that gone? Just crazy, eh? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we're all due for a catch up again at some point, but when that is, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, like the other thing is now is that I'm also knee deep into being the official voiceover for St. John Clinical Audiobooks, which is oh, yeah. quite neat. Yes, yeah, so I've managed to score that gig for St. John. And uh, doing that as an independent contractor, luckily. So I've set my rate and they've accepted the rate and it's a pretty good rate. And um, yeah, yeah it's, it's about 19, 20 hours worth of voicing um, yeah. after it's edited. So maybe 25 to 30 hours of yep. work to be done and I'm about eight hours into it now and I just think it's yep. shitty timing with the cold because I've got my you next voice got my next voicing session on Wednesday this week and I'm just hoping that I'm going to sound like I did on Friday last week when I had my last one <laughs> otherwise it's going to sound a bit strange how suddenly the voiceover sounds really nice and clear and suddenly just sounds like cold 
when you're doing CBR on somebody, <laughs> make sure you do this many yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you put one hand between the nipples and another hand on top of that hand. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, well, I hope you get better. Oh, yeah, I think I'm on the other side of it, to be honest. I didn't get it as bad as them, but anyway. I'm honestly surprised I haven't got COVID, though, because, eh? like, Hamilton, supposedly, at the moment, is, like, COVID central. There's so many cases over there, eh? And I'm visiting people every day and talking to people, shaking people's hands and stuff. And luckily, touch wood, I've avoided it so far, but I'm, I'm bound to get it. I'm just waiting for it at the moment. Because you've never had COVID, have you? No, I've been avoided that I know of. <laughs> I've avoided it so far. Yeah, because I remember you... you keep avoiding it or not. Because your family have had it, right? And you managed to dodge it. Uh, I think, yeah, I think everyone else has had it now. I haven't. That's, that's so, a good thing. Yeah, I don't really want it. <laughs> yeah. It's not one of those things where you're like, God, I'm the only one that hasn't got it yet. Damn. <laughs> I, feel, I feel left out. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's crack into it. Two, three, four, five. <coughs> Down the tools, up the mic. <laughs> a trainee guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails, and one nails hits. We'll review good beers and just shoot this sh- We're R&B and Andy G And this is Tradio, Tradio Episode 45 We are cranking it If you recall in the last uh, episode I was talking about how we bought new beds for the, for the family So my wife and I bought ourselves a new bed My older daughter got our old bed And then we just played musical beds yeah. Now that my toddler has got her own bed, like full-on own bed, and she's not sleeping in our bed anymore, um, she refuses to sleep in our bed, which is fine. I mean, the the offer has been given because she keeps waking up my wife to come and jump into her bed with her. Um, <laughs> so the offer has been yeah. extended, hey, just come sleep in our bed, she won't. Anyway, the good thing is, right, it's, yes, she's in her own room now, but what we started getting now at 4.30 most mornings is a baby shark concert. So randomly at 4.30 in the morning, I wish I'd recorded it, and I will next time it happens. But you're just hearing in the background at 4.30 in the morning, baby shark, do, 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 and it just goes on for about 20 minutes. Well, coming from her room. <laughs> yeah. She just wakes up and thinks it's time for a sing song. Yeah. You know, the minds of toddlers, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's classic. It's so good. She started singing something else. I couldn't quite make out what it was. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, toddlers are going to be toddlers, right? You can't can't tell them off or shout, shut up! <laughs> you know, they're doing their thing. At least she's, at least she's happy. Yeah, exactly. They're doing their thing. She's doing her thing. So anyway, yeah. And it's just something about the first time. Because you know where you're sort of in that that depth of sleep and you, something actually happens in real life around you and it's that sort of integrated into your dream yeah 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 I was I dreaming a lot, eh? dreaming suddenly about baby shark and then I woke up to a concert mm. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have something like in your dream where you know there's like a crash or a, or a bang or an explosion or something in your dream but it actually coincides with a noise in your house like uh, like something falling over or um, yeah. a creak in the house wall or something you know yeah it's just amazing how your brain can, it must do it, I mean, your dream must be like instantly, so here it must hear the sound, 
and then it implants a, a like a dream in your mind or something. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of weird. You can imagine it. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, like even when the phone starts ringing, or there's been times where because I always have my cell phone next to me and I've got an app on there which goes off when there's a fire call out, for instance. And if that happens during the night my app will start going off but that'll just if I'm dreaming and it has happened then I will suddenly start uh, pretending I have got up already and started running to the fire station and then momentarily I'm like oh shit I actually do need to get up and go (laughs) and that's how fast your brain can just integrate something together it's quite amazing Yeah, yeah. talking of random noises around the house actually was laying in bed Um, what was it must have been Wednesday night maybe and suddenly in the ceiling all we heard was this you know, this little pitter-patters. Yeah. And it's just, there's something living in our fucking ceiling. And, um... Probably a rat, mate. You want to set a rat trap up there and get rid yeah, of the bloody thing. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, we've had a look around the house, and there's no trees touching the guttering or anything like that, because they can actually get in under the gutterings in some cases, can't they? They're cunning little buggers, eh? They'll, they'll get in anywhere, rats. Man, yeah. they'll, they're unbelievable where they'll get in. Yeah. So we don't know how it's... It's it's got up there somehow, but no idea. Um, maybe one of the neighbourhood cats caught it and dropped it up there. I don't know. Uh, but I've just in the last couple of days we've heard the odd pitter patter every now and again. It was over the dining room a couple of days ago. So it's obviously, oh, shotgun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> should <laughs> it just start following it around and shooting the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. The landlord would love it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, when we have our house inspection, we'll say to the real estate agent, we'll be like, yeah, yeah so all those marks in the ceiling, don't worry about those. That's just us and our mouse erad- the rat. Yeah, it's our, <laughs> our rat eradication policy right there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm not sure. I mean, it sounds too big to be a mouse, so it must be right. must be something a little bit bigger living up there at the moment. Maybe 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 Mogwai's living up there. You got a gremlin living <laughs> in your ceiling. <laughs> no, that's my three year old. See this, mate. Tell me what you're saying. What is that? It is a Rubik's cube. A Rubik's cube. Now I have nailed solving these cubes lately, and yeah. they're not easy to solve. But um, I've 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 I've, I've oh, just hit my computer, dropped it. Um, but I've just lately, I've actually solved them really, uh, really quite easily. And here's the thing, though, is that like when I started nailing this Rubik's cube every time, my wife would go mix it up, and then I just quickly solve it. And you know, she's quite amazed. And the kids like, "Whoa, that's awesome!" Because you know, generally for years, I've only ever been able to solve one side. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, What I hadn't told them is that uh, there's a little secret, and I'd recently been pointed in the direction of a website that helps you solve Rubik's cubes. So what you actually do is it gives you on the website gives you a blank Rubik's cube, and you just tell it where all the colours are located on the mixed cube, and then it takes you through twenty to twenty two steps roughly of how to solve it. And without them knowing, I've been using this website, and every (laughs) time. And every time I've solved the Rubik's Cube, they've been like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And I'm like, yeah. Have you, have you actually been able to do it without any help? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I've yeah. done it twice, I think. Oh, I've got, I've, I actually wrote down the algorithms on how to do it. Yeah. Um, how, how to solve each side. Yeah. And what you've got to do. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I've watched many YouTube videos on solving these bastard things, but I've never been successful. I know there is a yep. process. We've got to make the coloured crosses on either side, but 
I just, I don't know, mate, but I found this website, well, it was shown to me, and I'm, ever since I've been like, yeah, I'll solve this Rabbit's Cube, uh, wifey and kids, watch this, and then I'll do it when they're not looking, and they'll be like, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to put all of the colours in where they are on the cube. Yeah, it doesn't take long to do. It's like yeah. a 3D rendering on the screen, and you literally yeah. just put, it, it sort of sits at an angle where you can see three sides like that. Yeah. And then yeah, and then when you're ready to put the colours in for the next side, you just literally spin it on the screen and put them in. Hi. So it's really easy. You just tap on the square. It gives you a colour swatch. You just click on red and you tap all the red squares that you can see and the orange and the blue and the and the yellow. And then what it does, you hit solve once you've put all the colours in and it will tell you if you've actually you know put a colour in the wrong place and that has happened. Then you just rectify it. When you hit solve, it will generally do it in 20 steps. Okay. So you just hit next step and it will just spin the back part 180 degrees hit the next step and it'll spin the front part two you know twice round it's quite yeah it's quite good i'd love to be able to be smart enough to memorize that algorithm eh? a friend oh. of ours um their son he's got he's a little bit of autism and he's he's quite a clever kid and he can solve a rubik's cube man so quick eh? like mm. i i did it I got it, his one off him one day just for a bit of fun and I mixed it all up as best I could, handed it back to him and I said, here, solve this. And he just like looks at it and goes, <laughs> done, you know, like, and you're like, oh my God, how the hell did you do that? Uh, it's you insane. Know, I mean, even I on, can't, I couldn't do it. You can even see like the world record holders on YouTube. I think the fastest is 4.2 seconds or something stupid. Uh, yeah, but these guys have got all the hand movements in there, you know, like you and I will just obviously spin it round and we'll have our hands all over the place and these guys just use their fingers and go da 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 Yeah, they just flick it, eh, like that. Yeah. But I think, I think what they tend to do, I'm sure I heard of this years ago, is that they tend to oil them so that they stay, so that they move a bit easier. Yeah. I don't think there's anything against that. But these people, yes, I mean, solvable in like 4.2 seconds or something silly. I saw a video recently of a dude who picked up a Rubik's Cube and he was he was actually going to um, solve, uh, he was going to actually beat the world record, but he what did he do? He, I think he, he, he missed, because you know they start with their hands on that pad in front of them, as soon yeah. as they lift their hands off it, it starts the time, they quickly solve the cube, put it down and put their hands back on this pad, this dude missed the pad so it cost him like half a second and he lost out on the world record. Oh, bugger. Yeah. Gutting. <laughs> How much did you lose, boy? Did that much? <laughs> so yeah, it's a nice little secret, and I still haven't admitted it to them. Yeah. And I, I don't you think keep that as your dirty little secret, and then you can just yeah. impress everybody. It's good, good party trick, eh? But except yeah. when the day comes where they go, okay, solve it, then I'll watch you. I'll be like, oh, not, oh, quite, in a, not quite in a Rubik's Cube solving mood today. Yeah, I can I can do one side piece of piss and then do half of all the colours. Oh, it's yeah. the last row on the top and the last side that I struggle to get. Mm. I've seen videos, there's lots of videos online that show you how to solve a Rubik's Cube, but I think they're just clickbait because it says, oh, if you just spin the back one twice and then you spin the side one and the other side and the top and then you go back, side, side, top, back, side, side, top, and you just keep doing that same process, eventually you'll do it, but apparently that's all just clickbait bullshit to get people to click yeah. their videos so they can make advertising revenue. Yeah. So, yeah. I fell for that one. <laughs> Made someone rich through my stupidity. <laughs> Bought a box of beers the other night. No, last weekend actually and had a few. Had some website yeah. shit to do for the fire station, so I always like to have a couple of beers when I'm doing that. 
Anyway, so I, I, I got through, I think it was like six, and there was something moving in the box, um, and it, it wasn't a, a mouse or anything like that, but what yeah. I realised is that one of the bottles had actually smashed inside the box, but there was like absolutely no evidence of it. Of like oh, there yeah. having been liquid come out of this box, I, I had a good look at the box, and there was an empty, smashed bottle in there. So I wonder if it had happened at the factory, um, and maybe yeah, the, it might have. Maybe the box had had time to dry. But anyway, yeah. So there was a smashed beer bottle in this box with absolutely zero evidence of that box ever having been wet, which Gutted. is uh, interesting. Yeah, I was thinking for a beer that you didn't get. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It was a donation to Monteith's because um, I, I quite like their uh, uh, their IPA, and um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I had eleven for the price of twelve, which was nice. <laughs> well, I actually had something the other night too. Was there? There was might have been last weekend actually. I had a couple of beers on the front, a few beers on the Friday night. Yeah, because I try some- to lay off now. I don't really drink anything during the week. Yeah, but uh, I still have a couple on the weekends, but. Well, that's it. I mean, sometimes it just calls for it, eh? It depends how the sun's setting and how the weather's feeling. And yeah. Know. Hasn't exactly felt like beer drinking weather up our way for a long time. Well, now you see why he beach up near you got flooded out yesterday. Oh. Did you did you get much of that uh, deluge? Or? No, it was, so that was today got flooded out. Oh, was yeah. that today, was it? Yeah, this afternoon. Oh, I got yeah. On my way to work this morning, I was driving through over towards Tika Water. Yeah. And it was passing down over there like the most torrential rain I've driven through in years, eh? And... Windscreen wipers are going as fast as they could go, and I'm doing 60Ks an hour down the road trying to see. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just shockingly bad. It's the worst. What did they say, Six, 60 millimetres or something? Which is yeah, not, 60 millimetres in like an hour. Which, you know, when you look at the measurement, it's not a lot, but that's actually a lot that the drainage system can't handle. Yeah, it's uh, a lot especially over a massive you, area. Well, when your waterways and your streams are up as well, that water's not really going to go far in a hurry. Actually, yeah. we're talking about having a few beers and stuff like that and sort of cutting back, et cetera, et cetera, and that's good for the waistline. I'm sort of getting to the point now, since I've left the veggie farm and started working in a emergency call centre, that I'm not as active, and I have chucked yeah. on a few kilos, and yeah. the shitty part is, is I've put on about 10 since last yeah. October, and I haven't, I, I obviously not active every day now, I'm sitting at a desk, but... And I'm hating that, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely yeah. hating that. And I've got my favourite pair of shorts, right? I'll show you. So these these here are my favourite pair of shorts, right? And I yeah. was wearing them the other night when I was incidentally having a couple of beers. And the fucking button popped off the, the, the top of it. <laughs> but, yeah. look, like, I don't know if you can see it that well. That's, that's where the button used to sit. But yeah. the fucking kicker is that the button itself broke in the centre. And all the stitching remained intact. So I'm such a fat fucker that I broke the button, not the stitching. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking unbelievable. I've, I've, always, I've only ever popped or pulled off buttons by mistake. I've never actually broken the plastic in the centre of a button. Yeah. Because because I was starting to, starting to fucking uh, size up too fast. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that is the ultimate insult, motherfucker. So anyway. I found with my, yeah, my job's sedentary like yours now, eh? and I've found I've actually, I have to force myself to go and do more exercise. So yeah. I try and get out cycling probably two to three times a week. Yeah. And um, 
I go from mountain bike or a dirt bike ride on the weekends and try and go out and do a bit of bush walking and track clearing and stuff for the you know motorbike tracks. And um, and I've been laying off the beer during the week, trying not to eat any shit food, eating more fruit. I've actually I've actually lost a bit of weight, which is good. So yeah, yeah. Ideally, just at the moment, it's so hard at the moment though because it's dark at five o'clock and it's pissing down all the time. And yeah. You're just like, oh, I just want to get out and do some exercise. I absolutely lack the motivation for gyms. Um, like, I, I did buy a gym membership, which has now lapsed, but I, I used it quite well. Um, but then sometimes I'm just not motivated at all to do gym stuff. So, I, like, you know, I started running when I can, and I'm not consistent enough, and I'm, I'm hating it, and I'm paying the price now. Um, One thing I'm finding, eh, and I got told this by another mate that's quite fit, it's basically, it's like as soon as as soon as your butt hits the couch, get up and go and do something. Get up, put your shoes on, and go for a walk, or go yeah. go do go for a short mountain bike, or mm. you know, just because when that when your ass hits the couch, that's when you put on weight. So, and he's right. Like I, I get, and you might not feel like it. You go, oh, I can't be bothered. But once you're actually out doing it. You feel real good, and then yeah. when you get home, you're like, "Oh, you feel heaps more invigorated." So, yeah, just on that vo- on that um, vein, actually, um, I always thought, why can't there be? Because what is it? Endorphins, right? It's endorphins that you that your body starts pumping out when you exercise because you feel really good for it, as you were saying. Yeah. Why can't somebody invent an endorphin pill, right? So if you're feeling not motivated to do exercise, pop an endorphin pill, and suddenly you're like, "Fuck yeah, let's go." You know, I think that's called pee, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> ah, true. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, endorphins are probably not as bad for your health as pee. Um, yeah. Mind you, though, I mean, if you do some pee, though, you're going to end up doing a marathon unexpectedly. <laughs> Sprinting past the marathon runners. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, no. Just this is it. The, I know what my goal is. I know where I want to be with the the health and the weight. But for some reason, I just can't find that motivation. And you know, just because I I am actually inspired by things around me. So like, if I'm having a shit day at work, I get home and I'm not fucking interested in anything like that. But the yeah. thing is, you know, like my my line of work is not that desirable. You know, and it, yeah. it doesn't always motivate me. Some days I have good days, some days I have shit days. It depend, depends who I've been speaking to on the phone. But, you yeah. know, if I've had a shit day, I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm, it just doesn't motivate me to do anything else. Maybe if I just started embracing my job a bit more and actually trying to enjoy it a bit more, maybe it'll inspire me a bit more to actually go and enjoy other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sort of in that fucking rabbit hole at the moment and I don't like it. It's probably a lot to do with the weather and that as well. Like if you've got shit weather all the time and you can't get out and do stuff, your motivation does does drop a lot. Like mine does. I, 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 I'm shocking for bloody – if it's pissing down in the rain and I've gone home from work, I've had a busy day, I'm just, I just like – you know, like the last – I admit the last few days actually, last week I actually got home and the kids were away doing some hockey training and the missus wasn't here. It was the first time I'd been home by myself in ages, so I thought – fuck it, I'm going to blob on the couch and put on a movie. <laughs> so just yeah. sit on the couch and put on, like, neon and just watch the movie. <laughs> so. Sometimes you've got to do that, though. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Um, that was good. Yeah. I mean, to, to be honest with you, I've seen a lot of uh, memes online of guys saying what it's like being married to a woman is that as soon as you sit down on the couch, she gives you jobs to do. 
Yeah. Uh, it'd be nice if my, my, my say to my wife, if you ever see me go sit on the couch, give me something to do. <laughs> you know? Uh, it could be like a new men's exercise regime thing that you yeah. started. Eh? It's uh, yeah, <laughs> nagging wife exercise classes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sits the couch. Yeah, yeah. Well, this take is out it. The, take out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so this running thing that I was mentioning that I've been doing is it's called couch to five k. So it actually yeah. gets your ass off the couch, and you just do like interval runs three times a week, and then each week you just up how long you run for. Yeah. So it starts off with running for a minute and a half and walking for one minute you do that up to half an hour and then next week you'll run for two minutes and walk for one and then yet you, you know how long you run for just gets bigger and bigger and eventually at the end of this i think it's like 12 weeks you're running 5k all of a sudden yeah um and it's the thing i like i'm not motivated to go to the gym where it does seem a bit more exciting but i actually get a lot bit of a kick out of running and i don't know what yeah. it is i mean i've never had issues with mental health I mean I know you have but I think exercise is so fucking good for yeah. upstairs isn't it well that's that's why I have to do it I reckon because eh? if I don't you know mental health I, I don't think it ever truly 100% goes away mm. um, I still suffer from time to time with just little bouts of stuff you know like um, if I'm sitting around doing nothing for ages and I, and I can't get outside you know I start to feel quite down and shitty and you know i get agitated and but as soon as i get out and do exercise that's why i do try and do as much as i can because that's the one thing that keeps me sort of sane and keeps me going yeah well do you almost sort of consider yourself an active relaxer because that's such a thing yeah i am ask my missus (laughs) even when we go on holiday i'm always like fuck what are we gonna go and do let's go and do something you know let's go for a walk or go and discover something and this is it and like I've got eight shifts left at work and then I'm off for like three weeks and I'm just like we haven't got any holidays planned like I've got to actually get out and do shit we we have to go and do stuff because I can't sit around here for three weeks well even if the old man doesn't get his bloody boat sorted jump go and get some cheap airline tickets and come up for a few days and we'll go bloody fishing we'll make sure of it yeah yeah sounds like an absolute plan I'll, I'll start looking at some prices for sure yeah just find um, some cheap for well, whatever you can, flights up and you know, I'll come pick you up and go fishing. Yeah, fucking nice. Fancy a dad joke off? Why not? Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. A man walks into a pet store and asks for a dozen bees. The clerk carefully counts out 13 bees onto the counter. That's one too many, says the customer. The clerk replies, it's a freebie. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> So who's the most foul-mouthed movie character? It's got to be R2-D2, because every single line had to be beeped over. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a magic dog? (laughs) A labracadabrador. (laughs) (laughs) So my daughter wanted to know what it was like to be a parent. So I woke her up at 2 o'clock yesterday morning and to tell her my sock came off. Why can't you hear a pterodactyl go to the bathroom? I know. Because the pee is silent. (laughs) (laughs) What breed of dog can jump higher than a skyscraper? Any breed of dog, because skyscrapers can't jump. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) What do you call a well-balanced horse? 
Uh, don't know. Stable. <laughs> oh, I accidentally misspelled someone's name on their headstone. I've made a grave mistake. Oh. <laughs> Why do cows wear bells? Don't know. Because their horns don't work. <laughs> uh, I've got a pen that can write underwater. It can write other words as well. Ah. <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dad. I reckon next podcast we'll aim for some more crass ones, eh? Yeah, crass jokes. Uh-huh. Did you get the uh, emergency text alert from Civil Defence last night? I did. Did it? Oh yeah. Did it, everyone in the house get it, or whoever's got a phone? Yeah, and it was freaking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you guys need it more than us, though, I think. I mean, obviously, we'd need it for Earthquake Watch, but you guys would need it for Tsunami and Earthquake Watch there, wouldn't you? Flooding. Yeah, and flooding. Yeah. So, yeah, so it was interesting, actually, because I've got it every year so far. My wife and my oldest daughter have got a cell phone. They got it at, like, 18 past six, and I got mine at 22 minutes past, so I just thought, well, in a fucking emergency, I'm going to be four minutes late getting out. Uh, <laughs> And it might be too late by then. Yeah, I'm going to see them running out the door and be like, where are you going? They're like, you'll find, <laughs> you'll find out in four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate, I'll let you go anyway. Good to catch up. Good catch up. Yep, keep in touch and we'll organise some sort of fishing or something. See what we can do. Okay, mate. All right, mate. All the best. See you later. See ya. Training.